Gracious and loving God, you have brought all things together in your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Help us to grow in him and he in us. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. The great American novelist Flannery O'Connor was a woman of devout faith. In a conversation once, someone suggested to her that it is best to interpret the Holy Eucharist as a symbol, to which she is reported to have replied, if it's only a symbol, to hell with it. Now that sort of thinking is indicative of how we have been taught to understand or really misunderstand symbols. We think of symbols as something like a substitute. So instead of writing out prescription, we just write Rx. Or instead of writing women on the bathroom door, we put a stick figure in a skirt. Or instead of spelling out the name of a company, we use a logo to symbolize the company. And with this understanding of a symbol, we get where O'Connor is coming from. Symbols, if they are simply a substitute or a stand-in, are pretty much worthless. Just give us the real thing instead of an empty symbol, we say. This, though, is not how symbols were understood by our ancestors in faith. A symbol in the mind of biblical authors is much more than a sign or a pointer. Rather, a symbol is what allows us to participate in the very thing being symbolized. In other words, the symbol itself is a part of the story. There's no separation between the symbol and its meaning. Symbols bring two worlds together. And so a symbol does not merely refer to something that is absent, but the symbol makes the thing present itself. Now, I realize it's late at night and this is a bit abstract, so here's more of an example. We say that Christ is symbolized by the church, meaning that the church is a representation for the very body of Christ. But more than just being a reminder or a reference to Christ, in the symbol of the church, Christ is made present. Anywhere the church is, so is Christ, and vice versa. So the church is so much more than a sign for the body of Christ, because the church actually participates in its very being as the body of Christ. Symbols are not something to be discarded or dismissed. Rather, they are the tangible tokens of our faith. Symbols make real the thing that they represent, and that word represent is exactly what a symbol does. It represents, presents afresh the idea behind it. Another example of how to understand symbols as our ancestors did is to think about religious iconography, such as the icons of St. Luke, St. Mary, or Jesus that are found in our baptistry. An impoverished view of symbolism would regard these as just pictures. But as symbols, they actually make these saints present to us so that we can pray with them. And even if you've never before prayed with an icon, 
If you've ever looked at a photo of a loved one who has died and spoken to the photo, well, then you get that sometimes a symbol can connect us to something so much bigger than ink on a piece of paper should be able to do. And why am I bringing this up on Christmas Eve? Well, Christmas Eve is the meeting place of heaven and earth. When the word became flesh, when Jesus is revealed as a symbol of God. Jesus symbolizes the grace of God. He makes manifest the peace of God. He brings with him the love of God. He makes present God in all things. Now, Jesus does not call our attention to God's mercy. He brings God's mercy to us. Jesus is not a mere signal towards the truth. He is the truth. He does not point us to the road that goes to eternal life. He himself is eternal life. And so when we abide in him, we abide in eternity. Jesus symbolizes God, both in showing us the love of the Father in his divinity and in giving us the means to participate in this love, in his humanity. And this is what is so beautiful, so magical, so mysterious about Christmas. That God, who created all things, chose to become symbolized as one of us in human flesh to make present the grace of God. God's very being was made known in human history so that there could be no confusion about whether or not we are loved, forgiven, or blessed. The miracle, wonder, and beauty of Christmas is that the only thing powerful enough to make the universe became small and vulnerable enough to enter into it and to be held in our arms. On Christmas, God is symbolized as a baby. What a lovely and surprising gift to be given. And this symbolic language is exactly how St. Luke would have us to think about the Christmas story. We heard in the reading in verse 19, when they saw this, they made known what had been told them about this child, and all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured all these words and pondered them in her heart. As is often the case, something is lost in translation. The Greek text does not say that Mary pondered these things. It says that she symbolized them. Well, you've heard of Jesus telling parables. That's a Greek compound word with para, meaning beside, and balo, meaning to throw. A parable is when two ideas are thrown next to each other. The kingdom of God is like a pearl of great price or like a father who had two sons. Well, a symbolo is sim, meaning with, and then that same verb. So a symbol is when two things are brought into one, thrown into each other, and this is what Mary does. And this is what Christmas is all about, the bringing together of all things. 
And in the mind of the Bible, this is what symbolism is all about. When two realms are brought together, the darkness of our world meets the brightness of God, and the glory of God radiates outward from this night. Our sins meet the mercy of God, and forgiveness abounds. Our deaths meet the power of God, and resurrection becomes possible. Our neediness meets God's abundant grace, and so we trust that all shall be well. The splendor of heaven meets the mundaneness of our world and makes life into a sacred gift. The peace of God meets the chaos of an unwed mother, the grief of loss, the frustration of an ongoing pandemic, the uncertainty of life, and it transforms our sorrows into joy. In Christ, God brings all things together, and we receive this symbol of love and grace when Jesus is born in Bethlehem. The greatest symbol of our faith is the Holy Eucharist, that magnificent gift that God has given to the church to join things together. With apologies to Flannery O'Connor, the Eucharist indeed is a symbol, and thank God for it. As a symbol, the Eucharist is not a mere reference to Christ, but it is having Christ made presence to us, and it is the way that we participate in him. The Eucharist brings together heaven and earth, friends and strangers, our uncertainties and God's grace, our sins and God's mercy, our fears and God's peace. In receiving the body of Christ as a symbol, we participate in that very body of Christ. And with Christ's body in ours, we then become the body of Christ to the world. And this is the wonder of God. By us receiving the body of Christ, we become the body of Christ. In other words, by receiving the symbol of God's redemption and love, we become a symbol of love and redemption to the world. And this is all possible because of the symbolism of Christmas. When the word became flesh and dwelt among us so that our flesh might participate in the life and love of God on earth as it is in heaven. Symbols do truly matter, and they make all the difference so long as we understand that a symbol is not a mere reference to something that is absent, but rather a symbol brings us into the deeper and most true realities of our world. This great gift of Christmas is that we have been given Jesus, the Son of God, to be a symbol in our lives, someone who shows us the true essence and love of the Father, someone who brings us into the very life of God, someone who gives life meaning to our lives that we thought were our own. Let Christ be the symbol around which you orient your life. Let his love be your identity, his mercy your consolation, his joy, your hope. So maybe you do this with an icon of Jesus that you keep at home or on the desk at your office. 
Maybe you carry a rosary with you in your pocket as a symbol of God's presence with you. You might use the Jesus prayer, Lord Jesus Christ, have mercy on me, as a spoken symbol that you take with you and use it throughout your day, however you choose to do it. Having a symbol of Christ with you is a good thing to do because a symbol is so much more than a sign. It is the way that God is present to us. What we are about to receive is the very body and blood of Christ, the great symbol of our faith in which we behold what we are, the beloved people of God redeemed by God, and through the reception of this symbol, we will become what we receive, the very body of Christ given for the life of the world, especially on this most holy and symbolic of nights when Christ was born. May we receive this gift as the great symbol of love that it is.